the word that I always love that I think meteorologists love to bring out at this time of year is the petrichor reference. You guys ever hear about mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the, the definition of it is like awesome. If you look at, well, the Wikipedia page for it, like the snippet is that it is the earthy scent produced when rain falls on dry soil. But then it's like from apparently Greek, like ancient Greek um, language. And it says that's the ethereal fluid that is the blood of the gods in Greek mythology. <laughs> Whoa. Well, how did the translation happen? Like what? It's my summer. Is that when it smells like onions? Onions. Onions. the heels of solving sessions completely and <laughs> entirely uh i think what's on tap for this week we talked a little bit about it right before this conversation is scheduling and and the concept of time in our app to some extent uh <laughs> maybe maybe just to tee it up we um i think at this point hopefully somewhat clear that are a lot of what users can do within the trails work app is create uh, anything from sort of an ad hoc one-on-one um, I'll say meeting, but I almost kind of want to use that term lightly to a regular full team, you know, weekly meeting to a end of week celebration with a couple peers that worked on a project and sort of anything in between. And this is what we were using session to be sort of our generic object for last week. So a thing that we've we've always known is there, and we need to at least I think come up with some of our. I was going to say come up with an opinion, but I think we're coming to the table with a ton of opinions over the last five months already. Is what that's going to mean relative to how people are already scheduling their work and the tools that they're using to schedule their work. So I mean, obvious ones are you know in my Outlook calendar, I or I guess and for us Google or whatever else, I have all of my meetings for the day. I also have, of course, plenty of ad hoc things that might take place in, you know, Teams or Slack or whatever else. Um, and clearly, as a product, we're kind of advancing the idea that a lot of the, I think, continuity and um, kind of enshrining some sort of documentation that lives beyond just a single moment in time would happen in the Trailsworth app. And there are a lot of question marks in terms of exactly what a V1 or be anything looks like um, on how we handle scheduling versus the rest of the sort of set of tools that one can use. I feel like this is a big one. Um, and there's sort of like the tactical, how we're dealing with it right now, which is just trying to be very specific about how we think about things like integrations. But I think there's a longer term, obviously, in just, you know, at a year from now, how this sort of settles into something that makes sense for us and makes sense for our users. Um, maybe Sam, I might start <laughs> with you here, which is, I'm, I, I, I think you, you both have more of a UX brain than I do. I'm trying to think of even sort of where to begin and maybe if there are models or sort of examples out there that you're thinking of in terms of how maybe we already split some of our thinking 
across multiple tools when we're thinking about scheduling our days. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I would I would take the approach, or at least where my brain is going, is like, what do we gain from being like very locked into time? You know what I mean? Like, what what does the user gain? What do, what do we as an app game gain? Like, what features come to light if we know more about when these things are happening? Because that's basically what scheduling is. It's like, when will this occur? Because what we're trying to be is a you know a second screen or a sort of parallel view that enhances what you're doing. Um, it certainly would help if we knew to, op- you know, ping you and say, open up your Trellis work if you've allowed us, you know, updates on your browser or to, um, you know, interact with your Outlook calendar in a little bit more, you know, seamless way it could help us be less, you know, friction to, to get in and start using your product. But the big one being, and that's sort of the main feature set that jumps out to me of, of like, why do we want to know when you're doing this is there's a little bit of task tracking and topic sort of seeing into the future and being able to say, uh, this is the next stuff up for you. Um, is really powerful. Of like, not only do you owe this to somebody, but you're going to owe it to them today. You know, you usually meet with them today. So like, as long as we can tell that, that you're going to have whatever your one-on-one or your, team meeting or whatever, or today's the day you need to think about um, office hours or whatever, that uh, our app would want to know and prioritize and show you the most most important thing. There's, you know, there's sort of a concept of, at some point, a stream of information coming mm. at you that, that tells you, hey, here's what you should worry about next. And trying to say kind of the inverse of like, don't worry about the stuff that isn't relevant yet, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so that's, go ahead. Go, go, Sarah, go ahead. Uh, I was just thinking about how, uh, how, yeah, it's it's a question, I think, of how tied or how strict are we to the timing of everything? Yeah. Because there is so much that is, you know, at a specific time. Um, and there's lots of things that we plan for, but some things are not so rigid or there's a general time or maybe the time is fluid. So I... Uh, I think it's a question of yes, we like to know what's coming, but how specific? Yeah, yeah you're, this is awesome. You're, you're both, I think, hitting on maybe the thing I'm wrestling with too, which is we're not a scheduling tool. That's true, fine. So, like, what's our what is our interest in time? Like, like what is our specifically? You know, like, I almost I know this, this like gets ridiculous real fast. What but is time? It's like, what is, what does time mean? No, no, <laughs> no. It's kind of. I, I almost want to intentionally like turn off the part of my brain that really easily falls into just, you know, like outlook and calendar mode. And as you say, like specifically in our app and in the context of, you know, well, trails work, obviously, um, what do I care about? Do, do I care about time or do I care about sequence or do I care about time or do I care about mm-hmm. priority and those sorts of things. Right. And mm-hmm. so I'm not saying I don't remotely have the answer to be clear, but <laughs> it feels like maybe there's an exercise uh, to be done, which is just to step back one one step and in maybe a clearer way, <laughs> do something around like, why do we care? Like, what what is the i what is the aspect of how people time out their work or their day or their meetings or whatever else that matters for us, and what parts don't matter um, in a way that we can kind of really quickly hammer some scope and draw some lines around you know exactly what makes sense to live inside a trellis work. Does that make sense? Go ahead, Sam. I would 
We don't, you know, it's Tuesday today, and we're sort of playing with this idea of this podcast watching us react to this topic over time. I'm <laughs> certainly fine with like our intro being here's our problem, and we're going to be thinking about it this week. And we want you, the listener, to be kind of hear us state the problem. Uh, so it's Wednesday. Uh, ben is not here. We have replaced Ben with Mike. Uh, who has not been on the podcast before. This is exciting. I'm uh, glad to be on the the first podcast. I've been on one podcast before in my life, and it was a GeekWire thing back a couple years ago, but this one's this one's already off to a better start. So we we started out the week talking a little bit. We Last podcast, we talked about sort of sessions and how we got to sessions and actually ended up um, kind of getting more and more pushed over using that conversation around sessions. And then uh, previously on this podcast, we've talked a little bit about time and how much does time and scheduling matter right now for our, pod- our podcast, how much time uh, matters for our product. And um, it's kind of this big intractable problem. So we'd love to run you through sort of where we're at and see what you think, Mike. Um, the core of it is to make are sessions aware of when you do your, you know, when these will kick off so that they can be smart about a few different things seems like a heavy lift. You know, um, we kind of all came to the agreement that we will not uh, be the source of scheduling ever. We don't want our product to be the source of scheduling. Uh, But chronologically knowing when things tend to happen is interesting. It helps us create maybe in the future, a dashboard of here's the thing you should worry about because it's the next one or two things you should care about because of a chronological time. And then there's also just, you know, a major use case of our product is going to be scheduled meetings. So being able to do like things like a browser push or, you know, some sort of checking in uh, around the time of the pod. Uh, the product or the <laughs> around the time of the, the the meeting launching is important. You know, you could see that being important, but there's also a world where it's like, we don't really care. You just launch this when you launch this in a good um, either embedded into teams experience or a, a uh, you know, it's an iframe or a good link in your meeting invite is good enough. You know, as long as you know, to go to the board or the um, session, inside of our product, um, you, you might be good enough. So it's this whole discussion of there's sort of, we, we established a range of don't care at all to being hyper aware, you know, like, uh, it knows everything about your schedule and these things are one-to-one mapped to your schedule and it, and it pushes around it. And we're, we're, we're having a really hard time with, um, what, what's the ideal there, you know, like, what what ought it be and how do we get there um sarah does that sum up where we're going yeah i think maybe to just kind of like paint the argument for maybe the like for not being so time boxed is that we do think that there should be some element of flexibility to schedules and things like you know syncing up with your coworkers shouldn't don't necessarily need to be scheduled. They can just happen ad hoc, or maybe you do, you do meet with somebody on Thursdays, but it, it 
varies on time. So uh, those kind of things we're trying to think about also. Yeah, makes sense. I, I think I'm with you as far as trying to figure out what's the right um, way to kind of attack it because my, without going maybe as deep as you guys have recently on this one, I do agree that there's there's some need to have like awareness within the context of what we're talking about building. And then I, you know, I just think about all the struggles that I feel like we've all had around, like you're in one context, call it Slack or Teams or something. And you just, you really don't have any of that awareness of like your schedule without going into your scheduling app. And so I don't, I don't, I agree. I don't want to go reinvent the wheel on building scheduling systems. That doesn't make any sense. But um, there is some weird, like loose coupling of like, have just enough, like it's almost like situational awareness, right? Like throughout the day of like, what is coming up and what am I working on in a way that's not, it shouldn't feel overbearing because so much what we're talking about is how do you create a a space that does feel unique and different and adds value to like just your ability to keep context in the right space. Uh, I think that's pretty interesting of like making it really feel different. And does that mean you have to pull in schedules versus just have a lightweight way to show like, you know, your, your, your rituals and your types of things you're going to go through regularly throughout the day. I, I do think there's an importance of how you do like the light touch of that without it being like, you're trying to take over scheduling. So I don't know what that line is. Maybe it's kind of the question you guys are getting at, right? Which is how much is just enough and like how much is like the right level of maybe support for what you really want out of that. But like, it should basically feel like this, oh, that's pretty helpful that you gave me that in that context. And I understand, um, you know, it, makes, it helps me just think about the next steps throughout the day, I suppose. But um, I, I don't have a good idea of what I mean, we'll obviously find out really quickly what works and what resonates <laughs> with, with people. Um, I would do, I will tell you that like, I for sure get the question all the time when I talk about this, whether we're on the investor front or with other, um, uh, other companies that we're talking through right, with right now of, well, obviously you guys are going to integrate with all these other systems. Right. And so there is this expectation of like the default question from people of like, well, how are you going to integrate with teams and outlook and, and all these things? Right. So We'll just want to be sharp on on what that is, but again, it's. Um, I do think that we've got to go do like the lightweight, almost like the loose coupling there, um, but don't really have a good answer on what I what I think that is. But there's an expectation, I think, that there's something. Yeah, I, I think the big thing I'm looking for is like, what does um, what does it look like when you don't have that information? I, I'm co sort of cool with the idea of like, hey, it's up to us to make a bunch of different interesting hooks into all these products, the way people like meet people where they live. If you're a Slack person, have a Slack bot say, hey, do you want to launch this? You know, like it talks to you and says, hey, do you want to launch this? But it would have to know when it needs to bug you, right? And then it's like, uh, you know, maybe a Teams integration. I know they do a lot of like iframesy sort of thing where you launch the meeting and then you launch the app and it could launch within the, the, the team's meeting. I think that's something we should think about. But like the problem I have is I had a very clear vision of sort of a what's next page being a major homepage for people, which especially like the manager types where it's showing you all your potential uh, sessions as well as all the things you belong to as well as all the tasks you have open, you know, in relationship to all those things. But if it does can't pivot by time and it can't prioritize that stuff for you, 
how does that not just become an overwhelming screen of possibilities without, you know, priority? And so I'm stuck there. That's where I hit a wall and I'm just like, how do we make that interesting or useful? You know, I kind of don't think that yeah, I'd want to not make that view. That's like, here's the cross section of all the things you could you could launch inside of our system. You know, here's all the people you have one-on-ones with. Here's all the people you, you have um, uh, group meetings with and sessions and whatnot coming up. But I don't want to put all of that on the screen at the same time. And it feels like if you if you just like sort it by alphabetical, it's like, what's the point of that? You know, yeah. uh, so that I don't really think you want interpretation on it either. Like like you had mentioned last time or any like AI to try and figure out when you're meeting or when your patterns are. That's yeah. clunky, too. Yeah, but if you if you broaden the um, the scope of the question, right? I mean, I think you're generally looking at it from a standpoint of, well, how do we approaching it from like time as a very general topic, right? I mean, mm -hmm. maybe maybe scheduling is an aspect of it for sure, right? But it's like there's also just we talk about history a lot, right? Like, what's the value of the history of um, the things that you've you've accomplished, whether they're tasks or whether they're prior um, prior one on ones? I I do think that like the general idea of having time based activities and interactions that are taking place across relationships across you know these types of rituals we're talking about i do think there's something there that's super compelling if you are trying to go figure out um context i think for like the larger picture of how you spend your time and how you actually keep things just kind of connected to that team i think that part of it is one where i just always feel like i'm lost when i'm in something like a um you know, a communications platform or an email. It's just that's that stuff is so hard to thread that history together on. And like that has time in it. And like the duration between things I feel like matters. And you could act you it's almost like your personal almost like a um like activity tracker on these things. It just shows that there's um uh just say like intention behind what you're doing. And I think without having that kind of state behind things, everything just kind of disappears and goes away. And like this is why I have 14 stacks of papers with random notes on them and stuff, right? Like, but I do not, I don't do anything with those. And like, they can't, they just sit on my desk and get no value out of them. But I do think that there's something like, if you could crack this nut of like, don't make it so burdensome to just have time-based things that you actually can accumulate in a space that again, is easy to access and pivot on. Uh, there's a ton there that I think we're probably going to start at least exploring and unlocking that I, I don't know how other things do this really well today. Yeah, I think, well, one thing we talked about, like if you remove time completely from our system, you're Jira, right? Like you, you just become a board, mm -hmm. a state, a now state board, right? Like this is where we are right at this moment. And you're somewhere between a wiki and a, and a, you know, task board or something. And we've made a pretty conscious decision that it's not what we want to be. And that we know that you launch a thing and you end a thing, and then you have a sequentiality of this one was before this one was before this one. So there's sort of that inherent to our product. And because of that, all the stuff you talked about kind of opens up. And I guess the big thing, which is like what I would, you know, kind of a litmus test for all product decisions is if I could have it instantaneously, like if we just knew timing of your meetings and whether or not you've launched that meeting or not, um we would do it right would anything stop us if we just got it for free no right 
So now we're just trying to decide what can we do for for cheap until we do solve that. So it isn't really a try to convince ourselves that we don't need time. It's that we do need time. We just have a limited amount of things we can build, you know, in front of us. And we need to figure out what's the first cheapest thing, the second cheapest thing, you know, and then build towards, well, for all people who might use this, here's all the different hooks to understand their time. And what we're looking for is probably more of like, what's the cleverest way to get time right now? You know, cost to benefit ratio of like, we've talked about create a special email for each instance that sort of gets invited to the meetings. And I think that's one of the ones, but sometimes it might just be, Hey, tell us the time and we have to build that UI, you know? So it, it, I don't want to, you know, as a product, I don't want to like stare at a problem and go, well, that takes work. So should we should work around it? <laughs> you know what I mean? We should just start working on it. Um, but I also, you know, we have very limited amount of uh, time ourselves. And so what, how do we prioritize this and how do we figure out what's the cheapest? And so like, I guess the conversation should shift more towards what, what's like the minimal amount of stuff you need to know and the most minimal UI we can, we can get away with uh, to help you make sure you're in our product. Like the end result is we want you to be in our product using the session when you are meeting with the people. We don't really care when, it's just we want that outcome, right? Right. I, I guess we do care about when because I do want to prioritize some view that allows you to say, hey, worry about these things next because they're going to happen more with more alacrity than the other stuff. You know what I mean? So, like, um, for those two reasons, I think we do need to find a way to get there. And what's cheap and also low friction for our end users so that they're not annoyed by our product. Yeah, I, I was just thinking through like, even when you go to create, um, like right now when we go through and actually go to create like a new session, for example, I mean, there's even just like defining, well, when does this session happen, right? Um, and I was going through just building out some of those components. It's like, no, you don't want to have to go type in the words of like, you know, <laughs> I, every Wednesday at 8 a.m., right? Like you want, you know, even like that level of friction feels like you're going to want that to be some level of either smarter or at least like the pre-filled like just you know, here's a default option to click and fill it in but i do agree that like at the overhead of creating them and creating the idea of like here's now how we can track the time on some of these things if that becomes burdensome or ever feels like it's you know man i gotta do this again like it's that it's kind of defeating the purpose right um so i think so much of it just has to be you know i, I don't i don't know what level of I don't want to call it automation as much as just we should always be trying to make the daily tasks of running your team easier, right? And like one of them yeah. is, um, you know, putting putting the structure and framework in place for managers and teams to just put those those functions on autopilot. But it can't be um, like that payback period has to be so immediate, right? Like if you're going to go ask them to put in three things that you define on a session, then like it's almost like what's the immediate thing of like, hey, great work, you just you actually just saved yourself, you know, uh, 15 minutes uh, every week for the next six months. Good work. And there's some some kind of immediate thing that's like, I'm not sure that's like a direct way we'd say that, but um, what about, yeah. What about this? In terms of like MVPing this problem, we do know one thing about time, which is that it has happened in the cycle. So what if the only question we asked was this, like the cyclical nature of it? Meaning, do you do this daily, weekly, or monthly, or quarterly, 
right? And say, well, you've done it. So until that cycle's over, I won't show it to you again. Yeah, where maybe this is where you're going, but it's like, I almost like that as the loose coupling of like, well, no, don't don't set a date on anything. Like, don't actually yeah. force you to pick a time and a date. Just say, look, you got to do this one on one in the next two weeks. When you do it, check the box <laughs> and, you know, come in here um, and clear up the topics. And, and finish and the through, session. Right? And, and, and then we know enough to say, OK, until that cycle is over, we won't. We won't um, show it to you in the like, what's next page? You know, we're not saying like this is this is up next, you know, once, once you've entered the next cycle, we'll, we can emphasize it a little bit more. And it, it might make those pages be a little less calendar esque, which is good because we don't want you looking at two calendars. It just should be open it for the day and go, okay, these ones are at the top because I might launch them, you know, uh, within this cycle that I'm in. And it's more like a window that stays open and you just launch the relevant ones and you're burning down your cycles um things and you could really even have yearly for reviews and things like that you know i would want my review on the person person connection area of our product if i had a review i would set up the review and say it's yearly or quarterly whatever mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. i wonder i mean that's starting to feel like the right direction what do you guys think about that i think you're right in the sense of like that's the direction i think keeping it simple with just a selection makes sense right now. I think we're going to learn so much about how people use that or what people expect when they're actually interacting with the meeting and the Trellis Work product. So, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think through, I, I don't, I think this works for sure on the first pass to just push it out and see what, what happens. But, you know, if, if you still have a link to the session in Trellis work from the meeting invite in whatever calendar app you're using. I, I do suspect that that might actually just be good enough, right? Because if you, if you do anything more than that, then you get into like the other problems of like, well, now we've got two different scheduled things for the same thing in different places. And you don't want that obviously. Um, and I do think though that like whether it's a quarterly or biweekly or, you know, monthly cadence on, on having those meetings, whether the meeting changes in your calendar app or not, as long as that link stays permanent to the same space in Trellis work, then I do think you, you're, you then whatever's on the, whatever topics are there at the time you open the meeting, again, doesn't necessarily matter how much time has elapsed. You might just track that actually. Maybe that's something we actually do on our time-based aspect in the app is actually say, hey, this meeting, you know, for the last three months, this meeting has taken place, you know, every you know, on, on this cadence, um, you could also, you could back into what the cadence actually was versus what you said it should be, um, give you some other signal around, are you actually keeping to, you know, whether they're your one-on-ones or, or whatever. So it might be some way to kind of back into that. But I do think, I guess I'm getting initially comfortable with, you could decouple that um, and maybe not necessarily force a discrete scheduling inside the, inside our space, but. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think we should go off and like design it a little bit because we're kind of hitting this time of like that MVP of like tell us your your cadence. What's the mm -hmm. what's the what's the yeah. assumed cadence of this meeting? Because then we can build we can do a little bit of prioritization, which is a big concern for me. And then um we'll see that I do think is kind of an interesting check yourself of like you call this a weekly meeting, but you have it bi-weekly. Like like that's yeah. a really interesting data point. And we don't have to do much more than they click the button once. And then, mm -hmm. yes, I think putting it into the 
Outlook, you know, Gmail, whatever. I will admit, though, because of the way um, I think this is a Teams problem more than a Slack problem, but launching meetings from Teams has been a really big detriment to uh, open the document we're going to use every week was a huge problem on their previous team because we had to go open Outlook to find it. It's in the mm-hmm. same window. It's not in the Teams window. And so mm-hmm. that's more of a problem with Teams. Like, why isn't the invite instantly available to that same window? It's maybe even something they've solved since then. Um, but we can, there's a lot of different ways to hook into Teams and make that experience better. But I feel like the simple two step process of a clean link that can be put into an invite plus tell us this expected cadence gets us a nice MVP that we feel like we're, we're making moves towards the things we need to fix without having to make too many assumptions right now before we like see how people use it. And I really do wonder if a lot of this is moot and you just have that window open and you just, as long as we have a little bit of that prioritization of you just did this yesterday, so you're probably not going to launch it again. Um, so it goes to the bottom of the list in the like what's next page. I think if that what's next page is just open, you're just flipping over to it and going, okay, I'm in it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that, as much as like as a product company, that's kind of like, uh, seems like a lack of trying to solve the problem. It might actually be a pretty common pattern. Um, and you know, it's very presumptuous that people want to be open in our product all the time, but a tab, Chrome tab is not that expensive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see what, but I feel more comfortable, like after this conversation saying, Hey, let's go do a quick design of like cadence plus short link and see how far that gets us for alpha and beta and then see how people are using it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, it is uh, Friday, my dudes, and um, uh, we last left off. We were looking at time and uh, what does scheduling and time mean to our app? And we kind of came to a solution around maybe it doesn't mean need to know. We don't need to know much more about your scheduling more than cadence. And just like, when do you expect to have this about when? And, and sort of starting to look at that as like, what's our minimum element? And since then, we've actually designed that. And Mike, you you are still here representing, <laughs> uh, filling in for Ben. But it's good because you're actually implementing this right now. And we've had a little bit more time to think about it. And uh, even looked at some competitors that were doing similar, similar things. Um, how are you feeling about that solution? since we last talked. Yeah, I mean, it feels it feels good getting it in place. I mean, the actual process of going through and adding, for example, like a session in, it feels just way less, I guess, maybe heavy is the right word again here of like, what do I really need to define to just get the basic, again, structure in place to have these sessions as part of our team. So just the simple approach of like a dropdown with just select a, you know, day, day week, month, uh, What's our other um, fort? I keep, I keep forgetting Fortnite. Um, Fortnite's a great term to put in there, by the way. Um, but that that drop down list is super simple. I mean, a it's easy to implement. B it's not very cognitively heavy. And you know, I think it's for the intention of what we're trying to go test. Of like, just you know, what do you kind of use it for? Um, I think it's I think it's feeling really good. Um, 
yeah, so far, so far, so good, I think. Uh, on the cognitive load, Sarah, you, you were able to look over um, somebody's shoulder and look at uh, another app mm, kind mm -hmm. of setting up one-on-ones. Um, yeah. Tell me about how many, like, tell me about that in general, because it felt very relevant to, like, setting up a session, the stuff we were doing. Yeah, that's interesting because thinking about what are the pieces that we need, just like as a base to get started, we're, you know, trying to be real intentional about that. And then, yeah, looking at, um, I guess we call it the competitor screen and just thinking <laughs> or what their one-to-one -one look like. I mean, that thing had 10 fields and a scroll bar and you had to fill in every piece of information from who you were meeting with the cadence, of course, of like how often, but yeah, down to specifics of time and date and place. Um, and then, yeah, there was just a lot more, which kind of flies in the face of the point of, I think what we're trying to do is to just, you know, reduce that friction and get into it and get started. And hopefully with the process of getting started or how we bring you in and how we establish these sessions. Um, yeah. I think looking into what we were thinking about with time, I think it's, clear that yeah we're make, we're heading in the right direction it's much lighter and much easier to just get started and say when you meet at a really simple level yeah yeah just to add on to that i mean the other thing just kind of came to mind as i was also just going through some of this is is like trying to ask critically in the process of even like stubbing out just demo data right it's just like what what is the purpose of getting more specific um, on that field versus just saying again, like some very broad, broad category of, of a timeline. Um, and again, I, it, it helped me think through just like, if we're trying to help use everything in the experience to differentiate this from everything else that you're already inundated with today, throughout the day, like we, we definitely don't want this to feel like a scheduling app. Right. And so it kind of feels like you just wanted to go just enough to get the basic, you know, cadence thing in place. But then even that, it's just a question of always kind of reiterating what exactly are we doing with that information? Because if we're not doing anything with it that's of any kind of value, then we're just asking for data that <laughs> it doesn't really matter, right? Um, mm -hmm. And you've just overcomplicated the process um, at the end of the day. I don't know that it's necessarily consequential to what really matters um, for, for our users going forward. So yeah, pretty good. Just keep challenging on you know everything we put in should have a purpose for it. And if it's not immediately consequential, then probably just kick the can at a minimum, but also doesn't keeps us from going into scheduling, obviously, which is what we've been talking about, trying to toe the line on without getting pulled in. And I have a hope, I don't know if it's a reality, but I have a hope that um, by sort of keeping that casual, you kind of create this meta level of going like, hey, generally, like, when do you expect this meeting to happen? Creates this real, like, the tone of like, we don't really care we care that it happens. We don't really care when it happens. And it's sort of, it's one of like maybe a, a hundred things I would want to build into the app that kind of make sure the users are focused on the right things that they're, that they're like not focused on the when, but the what, or it doesn't have to fit into 30 minutes. It can be a 10 minute chat or it can be a two hour work session or whatever, like, like all those little edges that are allow, allowing us to create language and, and purpose that says, hey, focus on the important stuff. Don't worry about all this other stuff is really um, 
every edge we can grab and 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 interject that sort of tone it's positive you know what i mean so i'm i i don't know if that will actually meet out in the real world like when we uh show people this but like i am um i'm happy to have more handholds to do that if that makes sense yeah totally and more bite-sized things right yes yes yeah, like coming at some, a user with 12 options to fill out is, yeah, just so overbearing. I'm, when, like you said, we don't necessarily care about all of those things. We need, just need to know enough to like tie the context together. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's, I think we're, I mean, this is simple, but I feel like we're, that's kind of a wrap. Like, I, uh, we got into the weeds quite a bit this week on this topic, but once the simple solution was agreed upon, we it's in the product, you know, and we're going to start seeing what we can do with it. But uh, I do have one more topic. In in the past, we've sort of looked at how did the week go when we in 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 meetings with uh, not meetings in podcasts with uh, Ben. We've been doing a lot of reviewing of like how's our momentum, how's our velocity going, and uh, for the most part, we've been saying every week, oh, it feels like we're really speeding up. The problem is like we, it was Ben, me, and Sarah who were less, you know, had fewer lovers at that moment to, about how fast we were going. So, Mike, it's nice to have you on to talk about like how has it felt for you the last couple of weeks? Because we've been saying it's been getting quite a bit better, and the sort of the groundwork we la laid when it kind of felt like it was a slog um, is paying off. But like you're the one actually in there feeling it. Like, how's it been feeling this week for you? it's for sure felt faster um recently in the lot on the on the front end side for sure i mean with the work for probably about the better part of the first half of this month and end of last month i mean there's a lot of just we're getting the kind of more of the plumbing behind the scenes in place on the apis and be able to get all that data coming through the challenge that i always have on going ahead of that work on the front end is in trying to match the design work from you and sarah I end up just creating a bunch of fake data and the creating of that data is like not trivial in some cases. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so once I actually get the stuff from, from Luke and Ben wired in, I end up finding out more oftentimes that I just end up deleting a ton of code that I end up had, had to write, which is great. So means that I don't have to do that anymore if I'm kind of running lockstep with, um, with where kind of more of the dev efforts are. So in the last two weeks, yeah, for sure. I mean, we're catching up a ton on just getting, um, actual sessions wired up and getting the team pages done so all of that wrapper kind of is what I've, it's felt like there's a bunch of just kind of core platform you know infrastructure that's been up and running around like account management and adding users and all like that basic stuff um with that out of the way now it's purely kind of go on the actual product surface which is feeling really good so it's going faster for sure um you know as you can imagine the whole intention of you know using design systems and, and everything that we're using is that you just get a bunch of reusable componentry and that stuff is for sure paying dividends. Like, for example, that menu stuff from yesterday I was showing you guys. I mean, we dropped the menu in kind of <laughs> instantly and got all the menu options we wanted on things like uh, topics. Um, and that stuff, you know, that's, you know, getting things pretty, pretty condensed down um, on the dev front side. So, yeah, going faster for sure, feeling good. And uh, again, we'll, we're getting ready up here for kind of our end of the month uh, uh, release. So, yeah, it's good. Awesome. It's good to Exciting. hear. Yeah, it's good to hear you say it too, because I think we've been talking about it. But again, we we've sort of yeah. felt outside of the process. Well, All right. I, well, go ahead. Well, I mean, one last thought, just because I feel like we have to address this one. Um, 
Sarah doesn't think we can get this done. Oh, oh that's right. So I mean, I heard something like it's going to be like late next week, best case <laughs> to even get some of like the space succession stuff running. And uh, I'll just tell you that's uh, noted for sure on the, on, on our side. So we'll see where we get by early next week. Uh-huh. Well, I'd love to be proved wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a perfect place to end. And in, in, uh, in Ben's absence, I will say, what does he say? Great job, everyone. Good work, everyone. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> The, the zoo is semi-contained for sure, um, but my everyone came back from the zoo on I think it was Monday, and uh, our oldest got lost because she escaped from the zoo. So they, <laughs> oh, no. there were three three adults and six kids, and uh, our oldest said, "I'm in, you guys are going too slow. I'm gonna run ahead." And so she ran ahead of everybody else uh, to the point where like I think my wife just let him go because she's like, "Oh, she'll you know she's not gonna go too far." And she like actually left the zoo and like nobody stopped her or anybody. And she's kind of walked out and was waiting by the car. And so like there was this whole question of like, should somebody have like, should you have let a seven year old basically walk out of the zoo on their own? And the lady at the, at the entrance basically said, Oh yeah, I saw that. I thought it was weird.